You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Wesley Matthews, and he is the founder and CEO of High Level Marketing, a marketing agency focused on optimizing websites for B2C companies. Number-wise, they have they've been featured in Inc. 5000 list uh, three times already: 2016, 2018, 2019, and in 2021. They're crushing it. Uh, they're planning to reach 21 million dollars in revenue. They currently have a hundred over a hundred employees as well. And when not helping clients optimize their websites, Wesley is spending time with his four awesome boys outdoors outdoors and uh he just broke the news he's got a baby girl on the way come on this is yeah, beautiful crazy. just when i crazy. need another uh five five kids five kids years. let's go you can do it <laughs> so uh wesley matthews welcome to your first 100k top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship uh just take a minute sh- fill in some of the gaps in that intro would you yeah thanks joseph thanks for having me i really appreciate it yeah so um started a digital marketing company in 2009 actually 2006. So I think I was in my mid twenties. I was writing mortgages for a bank mm-hmm. and I was, I went from selling zero loans for the first six months to going to the top producer list. How'd you um, do that? Like what was the number one strategy? You know, so I started to like look around me and I'm like, these guys are killing, like, what am I doing? So I actually reached out to the top producers in the company and just bugged like 20 of them. 18 of them said, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Two of them were kind enough to like work with me and say, look, Here's what we're doing. And I basically took their model, right? Because I think as an entrepreneur and a visionary, I just wanted to like take on everything. Mm -hmm. They actually had a process of what was successful. So I just adopted that process, stuck to the game plan. It was successful. And I kind of looked in the mirror and said, you know, I'm not, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. It was super stressful at the time. I'm a young kid. Um, You know, what, what could I do where businesses would take me serious, but that I could impact a lot of businesses and really drive value. For me, it was websites, websites and digital marketing. Anybody in the world wants to talk to a 25-year-old at that time about digital because they had no idea. So, you know, I started my own company then in 06 um, as kind of a solo entrepreneur. High-level marketing was created in 2009. So I actually had 
that domain name in my back pocket for three years before I did anything with it. And my first three years of my own business kind of led into the birth and creation of high level marketing. So yeah, that makes I think sense. your listeners as an entrepreneur would appreciate this story really quick. Like I woke up in a cold sweat at like 4am one night and I was like chanting high level marketing. Like I just woke up like high level marketing, high level marketing, ran on my computer, went to cheapnames.com and that domain name was available. And I bought it for $7 back in 06. Cause at the time, if anybody listening, like it's really hard to get a good domain name. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why I did it, how I heard it, but I grabbed it, bought it, and I sat on it for three years until we actually birthed the company. That's cool. That's a cool story. You know, sometimes you have that inner intuition, um, you know, some call it God, right? Holy Spirit prompting you and you have no idea why. And you just like, all right, I either act on this or it's going to keep taunting me. Let me yep. just go take the action, right? Yep. And then three years later, yeah, because not every like genius moment is for right now. It's not for right. today. It could be for tomorrow. It could be for three years later. Um, what a great URL, high level marketing, right? That's an entire like industry niche. Yeah right there. I'm sure it's worth a lot. Like if you ever crashed and burned with your company, you can always recoup your costs from the URL. Sell that, exactly. sell that baby, right? <laughs> that going for me. All right. Awesome. Um, so let's get into your story. But before we do, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Yeah. So I think that, you know, you mentioned I have four kids. Um, and I have one on the way. Um, so we actually have a girl on the way, 40 years old. So personally, like Family is super important to me. So I think as an entrepreneur, especially, it's like, how do you balance family, personal and business life? And I think for me, I've always made it a mission of like family first and make sure I make those investments. Um, I think what's super personal to me is I think once I kind of realigned, like not chasing the money per se in business and really invested in relationships and family first, the money sort of just followed. So what a lot of people don't know, like they kind of look on the outside and be like, man, like you must work a hundred hours and beat your head against the wall. And I'm like, not really like maybe six hours a day, maybe five, but like they're effective, but I've just learned to work harder. So, I mean, I'm sorry, smarter. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, just, just, you know, if my kids have a, a game or I'm coaching, I'm doing something like it's always family first. And that's been like a non-negotiable for me. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that, right. They have these perceptions yeah. of this company and it's like, oh, it's, you know, you must be so busy and you're getting a thousand emails a day. And it's like, no, really, I think I got one yesterday or two and I'm, you know, I'm kind of bored, you know, so I'm not as important as you all. I'm, think I'm I definitely am. not as important as, as, you know, I'm perceived <laughs> to be at times, especially to my kids. Like I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a personal chauffeur in that regard. You know, Wesley, thank you for sharing that. Um, and I share that with you. You know, I like to automate everything, yeah. like systems, processes, uh, because I'm naturally a lazy person. Uh, a lot of people don't know that about me because they're like, oh my gosh, you're running two top 100 podcasts. You run yeah. a, a leap men's coaching program. I'm about to buy our, a Christian radio station here in Tampa. Nice. So yay. I have no idea what I'm doing with <laughs> that, but let's see how that works we'll out. Figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. And and they're like, how do you do all this? Like, you must be so slammed. I'm like, I probably work 10 to 20 hours a week. Yeah. Like, if great. I'm being real. Yeah. You know, the rest is kids, wife, you know, yeah. God. It's it's fun. I'm living yeah. life. I'm not working to live, you know? So that's awesome. Um, I really would love to dig into that a little bit, just like the secret there. Because yeah, for sure. we could talk money all day, uh, but all the tips and strategies to making money, What's the point if like you're going home miserable because you haven't invested in those yeah. relationships, like you said? 
Yeah. So and look, and look, you know, sorry to cut you. Like, it's not perfect, right? Like, it's a framework. Like, some days are bad. Like, yesterday was extremely stressful for me. I mean, let's face it. The crypto market got whacked. The stock market got whacked. I was in a bad mood. Like, a lot of bad things happened. And, you know, the family kind of suffered from that. But I think mm. it's having a framework of I, I've kind of set this standard for myself of I'm I'm awake for 16 hours a day. I sleep mm-hmm. eight hours a day. I'm not mm-hmm. like I'm sleeping for four hours and doing this and 16 hours in a day. How am I going to allocate that time? That's I've made it very clear, like 50 percent of my time is family, you know, 25 uh, percent is business. Twenty five percent is personal. And that's a framework. It doesn't work out every day. But I think when I can reset every morning and think about that, especially with how many days I have off for the year, how much, you know, 25% of my waking hours, I'm going to invest in business activities. 50% is family. That may, that may be, you know, vacation, weekends, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's just little tips like that, that I just try to focus on and what's helped me along the way. It doesn't work for everybody. But for me, you know, I'm just making a cognitive decision that, Look, my kids, like I remember when they were first born. I mean, my, my oldest is now 13. Like he's almost as tall as me and he's only got four or five more years left here. And before right. you know it, it's going to be gone. So I'm super cognizant of that. Now, where did you get that framework? Did you like model someone else that was successful like you did in that first uh, business? Yeah. Sort of, sort of not really. So I've had the, I've had the, one of the best things I've, I've learned throughout this entrepreneurial journey, right? And it's been since like 06 is I joined Entrepreneur Organization, EO. And what EO has allowed me to do, so EO is this, this great organization that has you know really successful entrepreneurs that join the group. So if you gross over a million dollars and there's some other criteria, you can join the group. And the whole concept of that is you can be around other like-minded entrepreneurs. Because I think as an entrepreneur, it's a lonely road, right? Who do you go to for feedback, for questions? Because let, let's be honest, I started my company. Most of my friends went the traditional route. They went to school. They're working in corporate America. Here I am hiring, firing, you know, people stealing from me, clients going crazy. My wife, like who, where do I go? Like I felt I was going crazy. I need to go to like an institution or a psychiatrist, but I met somebody who like, dude, you're fine. You need EO. You need to be around like-minded entrepreneurs. And I joined that day that changed my life. And the reasons why I share this is because with EO, they have what's called a forum. And with forum is I, there's about a hundred people in EO Detroit. And with forum, you meet with seven other guys or gals that you meet with intimately once a month for four hours. And the whole concept of this is you dive deep, top 5%, bottom 5% personal family business. And what that framework did for me was the only thing that matters in life is personal family business, right? So for me, I kind of played on that concept as to like, what am I spending my time on? What am I doing? But how I got to the 50, 25, 25 was kind of like a diet. Like, what do I think is the perfect balance at this time for me? And where do I want to be cognizant of my time? And I just said, just damn, I just, I want to invest half of that time with my family. Let me figure out how to do it. So I've been able to do that through like, you know, five to nine at night turn tech off, spend four hours with my kids. Most of my times with trips and other things and weekends, mm-hmm. like I spent all my weekends with my kids, nice. like the days of just going out and golfing on set. Like I just, I just don't do that. I do that stuff during the week or I do that in my own personal time. So I kind of built it off that framework and just made it like one of those important things that I just need to be cognizant of to say, Hey, I only have so much time in a day. What are those priorities? And again, I'm not perfect. I say five to nine tech off. Like I'm this saint, 
no, like yesterday I didn't follow that. Like I think I was on my phone the entire time and it was- That's because you were chasing crypto, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so how do you stay disciplined um, when you got like that pressing project at work that needs to get done or there's a, a fire to put out and you're in your framework, but uh, that project or problem that's going on in your work life is pressing against or in conflict with your framework for your life? Yeah, you know- and, and it happens, you know, like I said, it's sometimes it's not going to be 50% of my time allocated to family. Um, I read a book one time. I, I can't remember the author. You probably know it's called procrastinate on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a really big procrastinator. You mentioned lazy, probably lazy. I'm a big procrastinator. Like I just, I try to focus on one thing. Cause what I've learned, you know, now I'm 40, about to be 41 years old. I used to think like having 900 windows open and doing all these things, I'm like getting all this stuff done to realize I'm not getting anything done. Yeah. So I really try to streamline what I'm doing and, you know, just kind of work on one to two things. So I'm going to throw another thing out there that's been really beneficial to me, which is called EOS. That's called the entrepreneur operating system. So for me, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a visionary entrepreneur. So you know, what I need to focus on is I could come up with ideas, I paint models in my head, but somebody's got to come in and do the operational side of what that is. Mm-hmm. And what EOS has taught me is, you know, writing things down, putting rocks and goals in place quarterly. So things aren't popping up or fires aren't coming up. Thankfully, where I'm at today, we have a team of 110 awesome individuals where like there's layers upon layers of people that are in the day to day. So I've been fortunate enough to take myself out of the immediate firefighting right yeah. now we have like bigger fires, yeah. but it's more of a, a, a cadence and a structure that's set up in a way that I'm not having to jump in day to day and, and put out fire, do firefighting, which is for me, it's amazing. It's awesome. You know, and, and I appreciate us taking the time just to dig into this, the secret framework for personal and business success that you're talking about, because at the end of the day, that's where, where, what we all want. We want happiness, right? And and a lot of us, we have business success. Like the guys I get to coach and work with in my blow up rocks coaching, it's like they're killing it in business. Seven yeah. figures, eight figures, nine figures, but they're going home miserable. They got no personal success, right? They're empty yeah. on the inside. Like, what do you want to say to that? Yeah. So you're right on, right? Like there's been a lot of opportunities and things in my life where people are like, you know, why don't you get involved in this deal and do this and you can make so much more money. And I'm like, you know, as soon, like I mentioned earlier, like it's, it's hard to say, and it's kind of weird. Like as soon as I like stopped chasing money, my life got a lot easier and knowing like, you know, why do I want to take on those 10, a hundred or whatever extra clients so I can work 16 hours a day? Like mm-hmm. I just built something in my mind to say like, this is what I need, right? Because I'm, I'm, I've I'm also been able to differentiate needs and wants. So I have a set of income and revenue. Like, I'm, I'm weird. Like, I set up these models. Like, if something happened to me, how do I set my family up for success? Again, I have four kids, one on the way. Family's important. And taking care of all that's very important to me. Um, so I've kind of defined what that channel is. And then I kind of have the fun zone. And with this channel, it's like, well, how do I create enough income and revenue streams to make sure that this is whole? And I don't have to go so far and, and kill myself or not be present with my family to, to do that. And it took me a long time to and, I, and look, and I don't have all the magic bullets or the answers or anything like that because I'm still a work in, prog- in process and I constantly learn every day, meet guys like you, see things, EO, new you know, people that I learn from uh, to kind of constantly improve and get better at that because you can always get better. But you know, I think it's 
it's what do you want to sacrifice? And mm-hmm. that EO group has been really good because look, I'm 40. And when I joined that organization, man, I was 32. Okay. And I was, you know, most of the guys are like in their mid forties. Mm-hmm. So what was really cool is I'm able to say like, this is, you know, in 10 years, like it was just really cool to get experience share. And I see the, and it was really cool to then understand, to watch some of their tips and tricks. So I recommend any entrepreneur, like look for a peer group, look for other successful entrepreneurs that you can learn from. Cause you'll notice that they're probably working less hard than you think. Mm-hmm. And they're a lot more successful than you are. And for me, it's like, how do you model that? Um, Cause you can have the best of both worlds. And that's kind of what I'm striving for. Not for everybody. I know some people that they want to work 16 hours a day or they're going to sleep two hours or four hours and they want to work 20 hours and do, Hey, that do you like, I can't tell anybody what, you know, what they need to do. Yeah. This is just works for me from my experience. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Right. Cause I think that opens it up for at least one person listening right now. They're like, Oh, that's a new possibility. I hadn't thought yeah. of. You know, my family is important to me, but I don't know how to balance it all or integrate it all into my life. So having a framework really can help with that. Let's get into business uh, because you're the marketing guy, dude. You're highlevelmarketing.com, right? So like, what is your number one, what has been your number one marketing strategy to grow your uh, businesses, your enterprises? What's been the number one thing that has worked for you over these past eight, 10 years? So when I, when I first started, I was, I would, I tried to be everything to everybody and that was slow growth. You know, once I was able to kind of focus, like right now, what we do is we focus on home services and healthcare and we're very intentional around small to mid-sized entrepreneurial run businesses. So for us, it's being specific and creating a, a product and a service kind of like a flywheel trap where we work with plumbers, roofers, electricians. And I knew quickly that, you know, look back in 06, 09, you know, websites were kind of just becoming a thing. Everybody I talked to, they weren't happy with their marketing company. So I set out on a mission to say, look, if I can create a transparent marketing organization, which typically doesn't exist, it's usually pay this fee and we'll do this hocus pocus and hopefully something works. Um, I want to do something different to say, hey, as an entrepreneur, you work hard, you want to work with a company you can trust, you pay X, we deliver Y, this is how we get there, this is what we're doing, we work alongside with you to help manage and facilitate the. So for me, it was just being consistent and working and, you know, targeting that segment and then working backwards, then understand, okay, how do we go after these clients? How do we service these clients the right way? So for us early, early on was, man, we grinded BNI, Business Networking International, local chapters, chambers of commerce. I mean, we just went out word of mouth. And fortunately for us, we're in digital marketing. So we kind of practice what we preach. So you Google search digital marketing, marketing services, that kind of thing. We come up number one, we get a lot of inbound leads. We focused on that in lieu of also, you know, onboarding clients through just word of mouth and referrals, but we get a ton of referrals because we do a great job for one client. They tell three to five people. I mean, we've been fortunate to really grow our business that way. Because I think once you become, once you do a great, great job and really change somebody's business, that's all they talk about. Like I've already mentioned two things in your podcast that changed my life. EOS changed my life. It's a book. You can read a book uh, called um, Rocket Fuel by Gino Wickman. I'm a slow reader. I'm not the smartest guy. It took me an hour to read the book. It changed my life. Entrepreneur organization, 
$4,000 a year to join that group changed my life. So, you know, for us, it's, if, if we can, you know, take that model back what we did in 09 and just improve upon that and grow alongside entrepreneurs and help them. I mean, that, that's, that's been the home run to be honest. Startup nation. Uh, if you're thinking immediately to yourself, you know, Hey, I don't have the money right now to invest in something like EO. It sounds fantastic. Look at it this way. EO and other organizations like that, mentorships, fraternities for your, you know, to grow your business, to grow yourself from the inside out. It's a lot cheaper than therapy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's a lot cheaper than therapy. And, and as entrepreneurs, it's lonely. Like, like Wesley said, you know, especially the higher you go, the lonelier it gets. And, and it's hard, difficult to relate to a lot of people. You know, as you're trying to break out of the bucket of crabs that are pulling you back in, yeah. you know, saying you can't do that where you think you go, you're going, you're not better than us, you know, and you have those crabs in your life, those relationships in your life you need to break free from. So when you lock arms or claws with, uh, you know, some of these other people that have got out of the bucket, so to speak, where you want to get to, um, man, it changes everything, you know, for sure. So thanks for yeah. speaking to that, Wesley. Yeah. And I think, you know, for your listeners, I mean, if I can offer one piece of value, it's, it's, I could probably dive deeper in the weeds as to like what EO specifically has done. Like I'm a visionary guy. I like specifics and I have specifics on, you know, what that's actually done for me. So if you talk about, you know, the investment and the time, you know, I look at those things, like those are investments. Like if you want to go buy Apple stock, you have a hunch it's going to grow to whatever, you know, that revenue that I invested in myself will pay more dividends, business, personal family, more than any stock would. Mm. And guess what? It doesn't violently go down like it did yesterday. So like you can constantly keep giving that gift out and keep learning from it. So it's, it's pretty powerful stuff. That is powerful. What's been your number one success habit personally, like daily habit um, that helps you stay motivated, helps you take consistent action, even on those days when you don't feel like it? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I think for me, I've, I've been big on like, I'm just a man of my word and I show up. So I don't think I've ever missed a meeting or I just, I'm, I'm there for people. So I think in business or like your company, right. You have like your sphere of people, your team, and just like the non-negotiables. Mm -hmm. I just, I like when I can count on people Yeah, and I overly want to know, like let people know that they can count on me. So part of my hiring conversations with people, because I'm a very non-conventional guy, as you can probably realize through our conversation, I used to tell people, and like even people that work for me, you know, it's kind of a, a, a ongoing joke, but I, I'm serious. I said, hey, I was interviewing this guy. His name's Matt. It was, it was going well, but like I'm a big culture guy and I'm like, I lead with family first. So like people love that because they know like, oh, Wes's son plays hockey. He's, he's there like people pay attention to that. And I'm authentic about it. It's not like I'm trying to be something I'm not, but I told Matt, I said, Hey, did anybody ever want to beat you up in high school? He's like, yeah, actually. Yeah. I said, did they say meet me at the tree at four o'clock and I'm going to like kick your, kick your butt. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I'm the guy that shows up with you. That'll like help, you know, help you kind of take care of that. And I think that's what I've always led with. Like people can count on me. I've always just made that a big part of who I am. Um, and, and people see it. So they know, like, I, I would say my leadership style and just the culture, like people didn't necessarily come to me and say, this client's bugging me with this or like this process sucks. It's, Hey, I'm going through this thing. 
Um, can I ask you a piece of your advice or my parents sick? Can we talk about this? Because I think in business, you have to look at the, the, the personal and the family mm-hmm. and the business, like they all tie together and people that can say compartmentalize this, that, and this, and family life should say a family and business. Good luck running your company to see how long you stay successful. Because if people have a good personal life, a good family life, like they're going to perform for you. Um, and, and that's, that's been my thing, man, just, just showing up, um, and staying, you know, keeping my head on a swivel and just kind of looking for, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I hope, hopefully that answers it. I, I kind of feel it didn't, but I think it did. I, I think you really, you're clear on your non-negotiables. You're clear on, on your mindset. You're clear on getting specific is what leads to su- success, right? Really niching yeah. down and, and also proclaiming, um, unabashedly, this is who I am and this is what you could count on me for. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, we have those qualities, uh, but we're very shy about telling people about them. We just kind of let them guess. I hope they see that I am this person that keeps my word or I'm this person that shows up, but you actually market it. (laughs) You use stories to market it. I'm the guy that will meet you then. And we're going to beat that guy together, bro. Right. Like, that's cool. That's yeah, I think cool. early on as an entrepreneur, something that I've learned now and I still work on is I used to not understand why people don't understand what's going in, going on in my head or yeah. why I'm not getting what I'm talking about. And it took me a long time to realize and calm down about, and I, I just had to like take a step back and say, look, I, I have to invest the time and the patience, which I have none of, like I have zero patience for a lot of things, but like people as you, as the leader, they're thirsting for your direction you have to be articulate and it kind of sounds stupid, but like, as soon as I started writing stuff down and then saying, if we understand each other correctly, it's this, this, and this, I started getting the results I would want. Cause otherwise I just paint these models and things in my head. And then I have all these people running around doing all these different things. And I was like struggling. And I used to blame people. I used to blame the team and say, man, why isn't this person doing this? And we're not doing this. And I did that for years. And then I, then I realized one day, oh, this is my problem. This is a me problem. Yeah, Everything I'm, like, I'm complaining about and pointing fingers at, it's all my my problem. And the, the, as soon as I recognize that, that's kind of when things started to change. Because it's always like any problem or any challenge with somebody, it's like, what's my part in that? Like, yes. what did I do, right? And that completely changed my perspective. And again, I'm no saying it's a framework. Things happen, heat of the moment. I quickly default to go to who I am. But I think when you take a step back in retrospect, I usually caused it. You know, being able to take uh, extreme ownership yeah. um, of your life, of your mess, of your mistakes, of your decisions, the good ones and the bad ones, um, that that can radically change the trajectory of your life for yeah. sure. And that's awesome. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. All right, Wesley, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink cool. it. It's just for fun. Think of it like a game, a game show. Are you ready? Ready. What's your favorite thing about owning all these businesses? Uh, freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, mm, man, that's that's a tough one. Um, the pressure. Yeah, it's a lot. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently challenged with right now, either professionally or personally? Uh, professionally, it's you know, our, we're striving to be a hundred million dollar company. 
and we're, we are now a $20 million company. And I think to go to the next level creates a whole new framework. Mm -hmm. So what got us here isn't going to get us there. That's right. And it's retooling the factory to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's a little uncharted territory, but it's challenging yet complex and fun at the same time. Yeah. What are you most afraid of? Uh, probably my health. You know, I'm, I'm always worried about just like being around for my kids. That constantly worries me. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one, especially when you turn 40. Yeah. You're like, wake up call. What yep. did you spend way too much time doing this past year? Worrying, probably. All right. Got it. Did it get you anywhere closer? No. Nah. nah. Okay. What are you what are you gonna do the rest of the year? Worry or not worry? What's that? Sorry, I broke up a little bit. <laughs> I said, what are you gonna do the rest of the year? Continue worrying or not worry? I'm gonna change that and I'm gonna focus and, and you know, I, I think I, I need to spend more time in gratitude. Yeah. Be yeah, thankful for, sure. for what I have, not what I don't have. Yeah. You attract more of what you actually want. What secret fear do you have about people? What secret do I have about people? What secret fear do you have about people? Oh, fear. Um, yeah, I always have this underlying fear. Like, are they being authentic? You know, I give my all. I'm very transparent. But I think, look, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO of a company, and, and you know, you just always worry about, do people have the right intentions? Are they feeding you lines of crap? Or that, that that's hard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Uh, kind of everything I shared today, honestly, I, I wish I would have just, uh, you know, stop, stop chasing the money, got, got affiliated with other like-minded entrepreneurs and gotten the support right off the bat versus waiting the, the time period I did. Nice. What's a new habit you're going to create this year? Um, new habit I'm going to create this year. I'm definitely going to play 60 rounds of golf. I, you know, that's, that's a In good your habit personal time only personal time only. Yeah, for sure. What's a bad habit you're going to break? Um, I need to eat better. So I definitely need to, uh, would probably be the opposite. I need to engage in more exercise. So I'll mm. take the opposite of that answer question. Sorry. Oh, that's good. All right. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, father, entrepreneur, friend. Pick three words to describe who you are your first year in business. Mm -hmm. Puzzled, naive, curious. Okay. And last question, Wesley. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family, your friends, your wife, your kids in the eye, and give them only one piece of advice about real success, what would you say to them? Quality time. Quality time spent is, is really success. Happiness with you and those you care about trumps everything. That that means more than anything. I agree. This is the part of the show where you get to give my audience, Startup Nation, a homework assignment for this week. If they're awesome. ready and they really want the things they say they want and they're willing to do the work, what is the one action they need to take this week? So start with the end in mind and get your thoughts down on paper. So I think whether it's personal I'm going to say, use my regiment, personal family business, start with the end in mind and then work backwards, you know, figure out how you, how you need to get there. And if you can't figure it out yourself, reach out to a, a mentor, somebody that has been there that you, that you kind of put on a pedestal and just ask for help. So write down your goal, work backwards, and then potentially reach out to a mentor to see if they can get you there faster. 
All right, Startup Nation, you have your homework assignment for the week. Are you willing to take it on? That's the question. Or are you just pretending that you actually want those things? It's up to you. It's up to you. Startup Nation, if you enjoy the show, go to first100k.com, first100k.com, or iTunes and write a good review. Write something nice about Wesley, man. He rocked it today, I think. You know, he gave a lot of value for you. Um, Wesley, what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you if they so choose? What do you got for them? Yeah, probably, uh, I would say LinkedIn. You know, Wesley Matthews, Matthews with one T. If you remember my face, you'll see me on there. Um, high level marketing. But yeah, honestly, like I get message every, I, and look, I love to engage with entrepreneurs and I'll never tell anybody what to do, but I offer anything I can help from an experience share perspective. Love to give that feedback. And Joseph, to your point, if I can help one entrepreneur from that's listening on here, you know, that's a success for me. That That's, that's what kind of keeps me motivated, to be honest. Wesley Matthews, thank you for being on your first 100K today. Thank you for sharing all these values with us, man. This really helped, you know? Thank you. Made you. It, clear. It. it was concise. It was awesome. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it, Joseph. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked, and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net, and let's see if I'm your guy.